Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Tanner. I'm in long-term recovery, and um, I just wanted to touch the surface of kind of what I'm trying to do with this entire channel. Again, it's just a resource for people in early recovery, um, or even just you can have any length of recovery um, to go to, and we can like bounce off ideas and have conversations and. And uh, there's going to be multiple series in this channel. We talk about just kind of discomforting things that we go through um, just in life in general and how we plan on going about um, getting out of those um, scenarios and situations. I'm also going to do like a thing called walking the step. I'll go over like a page or two out of the big book and we'll talk about it and I'll bring my own personal experiences in there and what I did and how I thought when I first read this book and then like also kind of the advice my sponsor gave me and then we'll talk about other people that I know in a different um, series in the channel that have longer recovery and what they do to maintain it. That being said, all the YouTube videos that I make are going to also be available on podcast. Just in general, this is not a thing that's by itself is just going to keep you sober. You know what I mean? Like there is, there was, whenever I was getting sober, there was like a lot of moments in my you know, early, early days of recovery where I was like, I felt really kind of nervous about this, the things I was doing. I didn't really, I kind of questioned it. I mean, it was like a lot of it for me was like walking in the dark until I was able to fill out the, um, the area. So I would like this to be something that can provide comfort on your journey or, um, even still, I mean, even if you're not an addict by substance, um, I feel like there's probably going to be some pretty cool things in here that um, a lot of people can get out of it. And so I'm looking forward to the future of this. And um, remember, if you like it um, or if you think somebody else could benefit from it, um, share it, um, subscribe to the channel. Um, it'd be really cool to see this thing. Um do what's in what it's intended to do which is help help somebody who's who's trying to stop using and and kind of transform their thinking so um <clears throat> what i'm going to talk about today is the ninth step promises i think it's important to talk about this one first because um well for me at least it was one of the things that kind of lured me into uh um, fully committing to the program and all of that. So, um, the, th um, the things that are said in it are pretty cool in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> there was, you, you'll hear these, the nine step promises almost at every meeting, either before or after the meeting. And, um, so those of you that have, um, that have been in recovery for a while have probably heard this a lot, but, um, you'll hear a lot of things in your time of recovery and, and a lot of people will just write it off as cliches, but, um, I'm always curious what makes a cliche cliche and, and, um, some people will just like overlook or over, you know, let this go through one ear and out the other, but I think it's important to, um, really take it all in because, there is some pretty cool things in it. And uh so here I'll get it I'll get it started. 
These are the ninth set of promises. <clears throat> if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. So um, I just wanted to kind of like pull a couple of important sentences out and talk about them a little bit. Um, so we will know a new freedom and a new happiness. To me, that just sounded um, uh, that, that was just <clears throat> I never really truly felt. I mean, I, I've been like, you know, physically free and in the world or whatever, but I never was like mentally free. And, um, so the idea that I could actually reach that point, um, was kind of interesting to me and I wouldn't even know what that looked like. So, um, I was curious, um, to see what that would look like for me. And then also, um, a new happiness. <clears throat> I think that's something that we all just chase in life in general. Um, and I don't know anybody that's just like 24 seven happy all the time. And I, what I've come to realize is that like <clears throat> when the world isn't just like tumbling down on you and just like everything is just messed up. I think that's what happiness is, is whenever you can just like find peace. And then, you know, there are ups too, um, where, everything seems to be going right. And then you do feel maybe like a slight euphoria or something, but, um, what goes up must come down as I always say. And, um, I'm, I'm always, I'm always, uh, thinking about how things are going to level back out once I get to a really good place in my life. Um, so we will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. Um, You've probably heard the serenity prayer a million times. That's a good place to start when it comes to serenity. And I think that serenity is a pretty deep word, a dense word. And, uh, you know, there is a definition for it, but then there's also more to it. And I think that you can kind of um, add to it what you want to make it your own version. But... Um, Serenity was something I never had in addiction. I can I can tell you that. And uh, so the idea that it could actually happen for me was was pretty interesting, too. So no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. So this is something that I use almost almost daily in recovery. Um, I uh, you know. In the worst parts of my addiction, I, I really drug myself, dug myself into a, a pretty deep hole. <clears throat> and um, 
it didn't happen overnight and um it was like a long slow downward process and i i burned a lot of people i uh, ruined a lot of re- relationships i lied i stole i cheated i mean i was just a nasty person ultimately and um in recovery, you kind of find out that everybody else is sober or people that are trying to get sober. And we all kind of have the, that as a common denominator, you know, like you've probably heard the saying, nobody makes it to tra- treatment on a winning streak, you know, like things got to just be really bad before you're like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. So um, that's kind of something that we can use as a as a uh, thing to relate on. And, and then we kind of, that kind of creates a new relationship in a lot of ways and, um, growth can begin to happen from that place. So the feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose in, we will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. So the uselessness and self-pity part disappearing, um, I I did, I couldn't I could easily tell you I wouldn't have even known what that looked like early in the game, and um, there's a certain there's an aspect of ego that needs to be withdrawn um, in order for the self pity and and the uselessness to go away. In my personal opinion, um, but when you analyze that as a bigger picture and and kind of figure out, I think in <clears throat> in your fourth and fifth step, you find out a lot of stuff about you that you've done and, and people that you've wronged. And, and you kind of can make sense of certain things and why they are and why you're in the situation you're in. Um, and so you don't forget about those things and you can't ever erase them. But, you know, going forward with life and keeping those things in mind will help you build back a new character. And in doing that, you will learn how to rid yourself of the pity parties that we threw and the victimization that, you know, we feel that we have, that we deserve. And, and, uh, so that's kind of my explanation for that. Self-seeking will slip away. Uh, again, this kind of goes back to the ego thing for me. Uh, I, I kind of know what it's like to have absolutely nothing. Um, I spent a number of years of my life homeless and living in a, a tent in the woods out here in Austin. And um, like it's the lowest I could, I could say that I've been in my life. Um, hunger. Um needing shelter um taking taking baths and like bird baths at, at, at you know fast food places those those are like luxuries i don't know if y'all ever even pay attention to but those truly are luxuries and whenever those become a truly tough task that you have to perform in your day-to-day or weekly life um it kind of brings your threshold for for patience when it comes to those things 
um, pretty low, I guess. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I know what it's like to have absolutely nothing. So when I have like, you know, food in my stomach and a roof over my head and an air conditioner um, or a heater, I feel so lucky. And truly, that's what I feel like I I need. I mean, I could probably even get away with not having um, air conditioning and heat, but... um, I know what it's like to not have all those things and to have those things provides a lot of relief in my mind. And I think people that haven't experienced those things live life as if those are just constants that are almost always guaranteed. And um, the truth of the matter is it's not. And we can make decisions that lead us into a place where we find ourselves in a situation like that. So, um All that stuff that has um, changed my entire outlook on life, and I try to try my best to remain humble as much as I can, and and always stay in a place where I can I can think. Because you know, when I'm angry, I can't think good, and when I'm sad, I can't think good. You know, I always make impulsive, like drastic, dramatic decisions, and so I think it's really important to always keep in mind the steps that I've walked and the things that I've been through and let that have a place in the decisions that I make going forward in life. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. So um, in recovery, in the book, it says that we are driven by a thousand forms of fear. And um, I can easily say that you know, I'm still a. I, that's that's like something that's ingrained in the in humans. You know, um, I could still say that I have fears every day, um, but today I, I'm just able to recognize them more and um, and make plans on how to go about like overcoming fear. And uh, I'm, I'm I haven't perfected it by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, I am actively pursuing each thing that kind of bothers me this whole youtube thing is a fear that i had for a little bit but it was also a dream too so um it wasn't until i recognized the fear of not doing anything um was scarier than the fear of like messing up on this whole thing that i like finally kick it into gear and just start doing it. There's a lot more other factors that <clears throat> came into play to get me started on this too, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, we will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. Um, this this is something that I didn't even really pay too much mind to um, every time I'd hear it. And I never, never really understood entirely what it meant or meant or how it could be, um, but I think over time, you know, a couple, you get you a couple of years under your belt, you are a changed person. You are no longer the person you were. Um, you are no longer the person that everybody sees you as or saw you as, and um, this new like 
mold of a character starts to take place and um, you start to like kind of refine your morals and your ethics, you know, you're a little bit more aware of your ego and so on and so forth. And you're able to like critically think more in this moment, you know? And, and I think that those things being all refined and like strong, um, can come together and help you help guide you in decision making and I think that that's what this means in that for me you know I'm probably wrong a lot of the times and I probably will be um, going forward but I'm not going to let I'm not going to let that that like change the direction of this you know what i mean like i want to help people and and i don't and i know that probably people are going to make fun of me or have their opinions or whatever but i promise you those things just don't matter to me um i don't like if you got nothing if you got something negative to say you know i just i just don't want to hear it i don't care it's irrelevant to me and um that's just kind of how i am because like there's a lot of like just wrong in this world and I know I'm kind of rambling off of this but there is a lot of wrong in this world and um, a lot of people are just like complacent with the whole entire scenario they're not like doing anything and they will see somebody else trying to do something about it and like throw stones at that person and I just don't think that's right you know I think that we need to like figure out new ways to make things better try different approaches, but, like, never give up. Um, I like the saying, and I didn't didn't create this, but I like the saying that um, you want to fail until you don't. Um, And if it wasn't for that mentality, I I wouldn't have gotten sober. So um, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be making these videos because... I have uh, messed up a lot along the way, and uh, it's it's only getting better. But with each with each little failure, I learned something new. So, um, and then it says, "Are these extravagant promises?" We think not. Um, I could easily say that I didn't think that any of this stuff would be possible for me. Um, and I did think that all of these things that were said were just like insane. How could this possibly be? Um, but whenever I got, had gotten out of prison, I was just like, I want to do everything I can to make sure that that does not, I don't find myself in that situation ever again. So um, I was 100% willing. And that's what, that's just like what you need in order to power through the 12 steps. Um, they are being fulfilled among us sometimes quickly and sometimes slowly. Um, and I think I see a lot of people um, getting these things a lot slower than they expected. And it's important to know that you cannot put a timeline on it. Like my experience, for me, it took me a kind of a long time for all these things to, to come into fruition. But um, I was patient and 
I always kept in mind the alternative, which was I could use and I could just ruin everything all over again. And God, I don't never want to go through that again. So, uh, I think, uh, patience is an important part of this whole entire thing. And, uh, you should, you should always, always take a second to really think of everything. Don't ever just like be looking through a, you know, a keyhole and, and make judgments. There's, there's always so much more to the picture. They will always materialize if we work for them. And I think that that is the most important word in this entire thing. If, because it's the equal sign, right? You put in the work, you get these promises. And, um, I want you guys to all have this stuff and I want, you know, I think there's a lot of peace and, 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 and stuff, a lot of greatness that can come out of a, come to a person's life because of this. Um, so if we work for them, you got to put in some work and, and you know, I know a lot of people might be scared of work, maybe allergic to work, might not just like work. Maybe they're too into themselves or their phones or whatever, but always keep in mind that as long as you're living on this planet, you're going to be doing some form of work some way. Um, I remember when I was homeless, I still had to put in work, had to go get, had to go uh, figure out what my dealer wanted and I'd race to the store, go get it for him. And then I'd race, you know, on my bike miles and miles to go get to his house for like you know 10 bucks 15 bucks 20 dollars worth of stuff you know and i'll never forget the effort that i put in for not a lot you know and um on the flip side i put you know you put in a lot of work and recovery too and i think it's a lot of opportunities for you to um show how much work you are capable of i mean also keep in mind like in in the world like in the working world nobody you can go to have interviews everywhere and nobody is like man i want to hire the i want to pay a lot of money to a person who does not want to do anything i just can't wait to find one of those people you know they want to see what the most they can get um most amount of work for the um the wage that they're paying them and um, I think it's important to keep those things in mind because um, understanding that can be the difference of getting raises and promotions or getting fired. So um, work is kind of the only thing that's guaranteed for us on this on this earth. What they say, taxes, and I don't know, but. Anyways, so yeah, that's that's kind of like my little uh, my little take on the promises. And there's other promises, third step promises, and tenth step promises, and and I'll I'll go over those things over time. But I wanted to at least start off with this, the ninth step promises, so that you guys can think about what that looks like for you. I want you to like in your own life imagine what these things for you would feel like and what they look like it's important that we dream and think about the future um it's important to look at the rest of our life going forward as if we have 
the winning lottery tickets in our hands. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I go play the lottery, I'll think about all the things that I'm going to spend my money on when I win. And, um, and of course, I've never won, but to be in that place, that state of mind is, is kind of fun for me. I like to think about all that stuff. And I kind of think that that's what recovery is, especially when you're just getting sober. Um, but I think you should, I think that has helped me to think of, think of it like that. Like, man, I, I now have a life, you know, like what, what do I want to do with this life? Where do, what goals do I want to accomplish? Cause you know, getting sober wasn't that hard for me. It was the staying sober part. And that was always kind of tough. I couldn't keep it. And so, uh, Throughout all of this, I, I plan on showing you guys or telling you guys about my experiences and hopefully I can help one person just keep it, you know? Um, so, um, as I just wanted to say again that this isn't going to be the one. Nobody, you know, nobody's going, this is not going to be like one channel that just solves everything. I think this is going to be supplemental for. Uh, a wide range of individuals. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the future with it and I'm starting to build out a community of people that uh, may be going through the same things and we could all kind of help each other out. Um, there's a, there's a big, there's just like such a broad spectrum of what recovery looks like. And I have a lot of friends that, um, are still sober and they're not actively working the 12 steps and, and, and all of that, which is, you know, I'm happy for them with that. And, and I'm not going to be the person in anybody's life that says that this is the only way to do it. But I will point out that no other form of getting sober has as much successful stories as the 12 steps. And there's going to be some conflicting ideas and thoughts and um, things that come up along the way with this and and we'll talk about those things um, people people always get um, hung up on God um, or a higher power a lot of people get hung up on uh, doing their fourth and fifth step it's kind of tough to kind of dig into those things that we have been through and the things we've done and like talk about them to somebody um, and then like doing the, uh, making the, doing the amends, that's tough too, because it's, a, you know, a lot of times it's kind of scary to go up to people and look straight in the eye and hold, tell them I was a piece of shit essentially. So, um, but on the other side of all those things is a piece that you should, you should really be able to, you deserve to know. And, um, so I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't know what you would do beyond working those 12 steps, but I think it should be for anybody. It should be the first place to go. It should be a, the first place to start. I think, um, you, you can just do this program a hundred percent with, with all your heart and I'm being a hundred percent honest. And then you got a solid foundation and, um, you can continue to keep on going on with it. 
um, after that, which is what I recommend. Or you could um, supplement other things into it. But as long as you keep some of the the basic factors that keep you grounded, that'll help keep you grounded. I think we'll, you'll just be all right. But um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Um, if you like any of this, please like and subscribe. And if you want to tell me I'm wrong about something, I'd love to hear it. I love being wrong because it's a uh, it's an opportunity for to learn something new. So, um, yeah, feel free to correct or or reach out or or comment in any way. And and if you think that this is helpful or could be helpful, I'm gonna start cranking out a lot of videos. Please share it to somebody um, because I'm almost certain that there's somebody out there that's just like. completely overwhelmed with where they're at in their life and and they don't even know where to start and they don't even think it's possible and and that's the person that I'm trying to get to Uh, so I love you guys I'll talk to you soon peace